everyone. It's so good to be back after our holiday break, and I'm so glad you decided to join us today on Celebrating 60-something. This, I think, is going to be a great podcast. One of the best things about being 60-something is grandkids. I have 16 of the most talented, smart, witty, sweet, loving, and funny grandkids anywhere. And I'm sure your grandkids, no matter how many you have, are talented, smart, witty, sweet, loving, and funny too. Because we all have the greatest grandkids around, right? I remember my parents saying to me, we love our grandkids so much we wish we had had them first. That was kind of the thing about around the 70s and 80s that all the grandparents thought that was so hysterical. All of our grandkids live out of state, which is why I am so grateful for technology. It keeps us close when we're so far apart. But whether your grandkids live close or far away, finding fun things to keep them entertained while babysitting, while they're at your house, or just because you want to be a fantastic grandma is sometimes hard to do. And that's why I have solicited my good friend Robbie to be my guest today. Robbie has 12 grandchildren and is one of the best grandmas I know. Most of her grandkids live close by, so I get to see a lot of the fun things she plans for them to do. And I've seen some crazy stuff, like their Thanksgiving Day food and pie fight with the whole extended family. You should see the video. In fact, I would like to put that video up on the website if I can get it. (laughs) But I'll let her tell you about that. She's also my best traveling buddy, and we have had some wild and crazy excursions, so I promise I will have her back to talk about that too. But for today, welcome Grandma Robbie to Celebrating 60-something. Thanks, Kay. We have had some great adventures. And I think being a grandma, it's just an extension of all those adventures, right? Except you get to do it with your own kids. Exactly. Uh, We've had some crazy adventures, and I think one of the funnest things to do is to have a fun adventure and take your grandkids with you on it, because then you have two of your very favorite things in the whole world happening at the same time. That's right. Go ahead. Tell us a little bit about you. And- well, I was just going to say, I I really was so excited. I have the absolute most amazing mother who was the best grandma on the planet. So expectations were super high with my kids. They were like, oh my gosh, they wanted me to repeat everything my mom did, which I try, but she, she was something else. I asked my girls, I told them that I was going to come on this something that they remember like what made grandma so amazing and they said that her secret was that she got down to their level you know that she played with them she played with them she was at their level she played with them she would play cards for hours to this day favorite thing my kids do is play cards and I it's definitely her but they were super she was super interested in their lives she was so excited about the grandkids. <laughs> they could do no wrong. She passed away a few years ago, and one of my nieces, who's a mother of four right now and in her 40s, said, you know, she clearly remembers that she was at a swim meet. She was not a swimmer. She, she came in last. I mean, like dead last. And she said, you would have thought I just won a gold medal. <laughs> Grandma was like, oh, my mother was just like, you would have thought she won a gold medal. But I think just being excited about kids, I think one of the misconceptions, I always want to be the fun grandma. I do not want to be the daddy grandma. No one does, right? But that it takes a lot of, I mean, some things do take planning and you have to think it out. But most of the stuff is super simple. 
it's so simple. It's just getting to know those kids and doing, you know, things that they like. Okay, so you have grandkids who range in age from 3 to 14, if I'm right. Yep. Okay, so what are some of the fun things that you do that includes all of the grandkids at once? Okay, well, um, you mentioned the food fight. That included everyone. That actually was my kids present to us <laughs> because <laughs> I also have a very vocal grandpa who likes to do crazy things too. And the kids know if they go to the movies with grandpa, he's very vocal. And so one of the movies, his favorite is um, Hook. And he crows in Hook. He just loves that part in Hook. <laughs> and he literally, in the movie theater, stood in the aisle crowing. And he just doesn't care. <laughs> anyway, and he loves the food fight. And he always said, I wish we could have one. Anyways, the kids helped set it up. But we, in fact, did have a massive food fight. I will give you the link. It was no children or grandchildren were permanently marred <laughs> because you will see that it looks like maybe some could. But one of the things I found when you have so many kids is I like it when I get them one-on-one -on -one or just a few at a time. Yeah. And we try to mix up the cousins because I don't know about you, Kate, but some of my best memories are with my cousin Pat. You know, I just loved her. We did. I had no cousins. Oh, <laughs> not I'm that I didn't. I mean, I had cousins, but they were like forty years older than me. Oh yeah, yeah, no. And so having doing things with the cousins too helps the grandkids. I think because it gets they get to know each other. Anyway, so when our kids, when the grandkids and my mother had done this and my dad, uh, when they turn eight years old, they get a special trip just with grandma and grandpa. And at first we let them pick. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got out of hand, right? <laughs> well, the first three were all brothers and they all picked Legoland. And I said, if I go to Legoland one more time, grandma's going to lose it. <laughs> so now, uh, now we pick. But uh, we do take them somewhere. But again, you just get to know their personality, who they are, what they yeah. do. And like I said, it doesn't have to be huge things and expensive things like Lego land. I asked my kids, what what are the things that the grandkids think, because they were all in school today, uh, love to do? And my one daughter says she loves going to Costco. <laughs> <laughs> With you grandma. Take your, can, your grandkids to Costco. I will. I, I avoid that at all costs. Well, because I'm doing errands, so I'll take them. They they love it because grandma looks at everything and you get to touch it. And usually their moms are in such a hurry, and we always stop at the food court. <laughs> And uh, can I go to Costco with you? Uh -huh. <laughs> and you can go with Grandpa's even more fun at Costco because he has he puts them in the basket. And his thing is, if you can touch it, you can have it, but you have to stay in the basket. And he, if you ever see a wild man going through Costco, swerving, <laughs> he'll get them really close and then he'll make the cart go Has, the Have they way. ever touched anything? Uh, no. We've, he's, he's, he's So far, he's got a really good record. But um, yeah, oh, okay. so far. Oh, good. Okay, so what are some of the fun things that you do with the kids? You, you mentioned that you take them on a trip when they're eight years old. Uh -huh. What are the things that you do with the ones that are really tiny? Or is it just stories and... 
you know, we do lots of stories, uh, sleepovers. You have to be, see, here's the great thing about being a grandma. You can do sleepovers or you can send them home. Whatever well, that's your, if they live close. <laughs> yeah, whatever your tolerance. I mean, some people feel more comfortable, some don't. We like yeah. the sleepovers. They're fine. But then they go home and you get to say when they are. But sleepovers are a huge thing. Yeah. And I have had children cry because they thought it was their turn and another sibling got to come instead. So so you just have a few at a time come do sleepovers? Yes, sleepovers are usually one or two at the most because it's just more fun. They they like it they just like it a lot better but when they were really small and really little and this isn't me I had read it and then I was like I'm gonna try this I didn't try it with all but if you've got little ones one of the funnest things is you know we're talking little just enough they can sit up they're not gonna knock themselves over you know but one and stuff is uh you can put a bathing suit on them whatever and you stick them in the bathtub with no water and a large bowl mix up of chocolate pudding (laughs) and they will be there they can finger paint they can do what they love it if they eat it it doesn't matter and then you just hose them off <laughs> so fun. That's a good one. That's a really the good one. The other one that we have done when they were little in the past is if you have, um, I recommend you clean your floor, you know, before, before. but I probably swept it is all. <laughs> it's like, eh, it's the 30 second rule. Anyways, you get your hot air popcorn popper uh-huh. and you pop the popcorn, but no bowl. You have it go over the counter onto the floor and they're all on the floor. And they're they just will scream. They think it's so hysterical in there. So do they have a bowl to, to put it in, or do no? They just they're eat just it eating it. As they're as just they as can. fast as they can. <laughs> that one's also uh, oh, that's that one is also pretty good. They you know they like that. But I think sometimes it's just really super ordinary things that you can make you know extraordinary. The other day the. Four-year-old had gotten a baby Yoda. <laughs> it's a little boy, Theo, and he loves baby Yoda. The, the doesn't leave his side. And he had done a sleepover, and when he left to go home, the parents picked him out. You know, everybody with all the kids, it's always confusing. And there was baby Yoda, and he and they lived far enough that I didn't want to go thirty miles to give yeah. him baby. Not that grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but uh, you know, my daughter said afterwards it was one of the funnest times. So baby Yoda stayed at our house for four days, and every day I would send them a picture, and I would say, "Don't worry, baby Yoda and Grandma are taking a nap." And so I picture me <laughs> napping. Excuse How fun. me. And then it was like. Baby Yoda is getting tubby time with Grandpa. Bill was in the hot tub. He didn't get wet, but we had him pretending he was getting his tubby time. Oh, that's then we, cute, especially we, if they're really attached to the toy. They were so attached, and she said he was so comforted. Oh, we let him uh, take a nap in a basket and look outside, and then and then I said, he was, Baby Yoda was a little naughty. He was playing hide and seek, and I have a china cabinet that the kids don't ever touch. They're very good about it. And he was in the china cabinet and that made <laughs> very nervous. I know. I know. <laughs> but so sometimes, like I said, you can just do ordinary things and just 
if you go to their level and you think of how like they think, and may I just say, as we both know, not everything turns out like one would hope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that's great. It's good to know that baby Yoda is safe and he's back in the arms of Theo. (laughs) He is. Do you have any exciting things that you've done that have turned into family traditions aside from the Thanksgiving food fight? And tell us about that. Well, this may not be, uh, it's exciting only as to who you are. (laughs) The grandkids think it's hysterical. My son-in-laws and daughter-in-law don't. (laughs) But we started a while ago for St. Patrick's Day. Both our families come from Irish ancestry. And so, uh, Bill, we just love St. Patrick's Day. So we have a big party. We decorate. We wear all the little shamrocks and everything. But from that morning until night on St. Patrick's Day when we're together, and especially... Now it's really like the dinner that night. You have to talk in an Irish accent. And it is hysterical. I have been to a couple of those family (laughs) dinners, and it is pretty funny. It's pretty funny because (laughs) Grandpa usually starts out Irish. Then he goes to kind of a pirate type. And then he usually ends up, you know, Indian. (laughs) So it's quite funny. And uh, the son-in-laws just, some are into it and some are not. But the grandkids love it. I bet. And I I practice all the time. I said, just keep thinking of the Lucky Charms commercial. Yeah. I love my Lucky Charms. (laughs) I said, just keep saying that over and over. Some kids, sometimes it's not a lot of talking. But they just think that's, they think that is just. (laughs) Too, too funny. So, yeah, St. Patrick's Day is a a good one. You know, Christmas, we always do the nativity, and that's always way fun. We have had two grandkids. Well, actually, this was even when my mother was the grandma, and two of the cousins, my daughter and another, both wanted to be married. We've had knockout, drag out. (laughs) Hitting. Drag out fights. Yeah, over fights, over who gets to be married. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty funny. But I just think, but whatever your traditions are, you know, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to cost a it lot. It just has to be consistent. It just has to yeah. be consistent, which some of us are better on consistent. Okay, so tell them about the Thanksgiving Day food fight. How did that start? Because I know okay. this wasn't your first one this year. So it actually started as a birthday gift for the family and having this food fight. And so it, we just, we love the food fight. It's just too funny so you have it outside right it's outside what Uh did you take all the leftovers no it was just outside and all the kids brought all the stuff they did it because bill loves hook oh yeah the the movie hook he'll crow in the aisles Mm -hmm. that's grandpa so the kids all know that anyways that's his absolute favorite and so uh they decided to surprise us our birthdays are just four days apart and so they made plates of whipped cream and plates of pudding and everything <laughs> you could think. Oh, mashed potatoes and put food dye in the mashed potatoes so they're pink and blue and whatever. And then it was just like, go. 
And uh, you may think some children were harmed when you see the video, but no one was. They all recovered. They all survived. It's actually really funny because some of the kids immediately hid under the table and others didn't. But it was outside and we had a hose and, you know, you can hose anything off. That's what I've learned. You know, most things aren't going to break and right. it will be okay. You don't get it. One tight. of the favorite things that the kids love to talk about is... One night at Sunday dinner, we had extra people over. And for whatever reason, I don't know what came over me, but that's kind of how I am. I just was like, I got to do something. And I happened to have a squirt. I got a squirt gun. And I was sitting there during dinner, and I put the squirt gun under the table and just started squirting people under the table. And <laughs> no one knew what was going on. That's a really good one as a grandma. You just <laughs> want to get your grandkids just like, what What happened? <laughs> just start squirting them under the table. Okay. Um, so we've had a lot of water fights. That one did go outside, and we, we've had some major, major water fights. That sounds fun. Okay, I know you've gone camping with your grandkids like we have because um, this past summer you and I were out shopping for camping equipment and your husband said you were in the camping vortex. So what things were you planning specifically or have you planned specifically for camping? All right, so the camping, we do do a lot of, we've done a lot of camping, but grandma has to be comfortable. (laughs) Luckily, my good friend Kay here told me one of the grandma secrets, which would be air mattresses, your own. <laughs> that's, that's not a secret, Robbie. <laughs> no, no. but we used to try to get a queen air mattress, and oh. that doesn't work. You got, you each get your own. Me, yeah. Bill, we or have our gonna own. you're going to get bounced off. Oh, yeah. No, it made it so much better. But one of the things we do camping is we do what's called cousins camp, and that is just way fun. Everyone goes camping. Sometimes we do it just with the grandkids. This last cousin's camp, all the whole family got to go. But most of the time, we'll just do two nights, and it's just with the cousins. And so some of the things we do, um, and this all came from my mother. My mother did cousin's camp. I don't know how she did it. She did it for a whole week, and she did it twice. She did little cousin's camp, those eight and under, and big cousin's camp those over oh how could you do eight and under (laughs) I know it was crazy crazy I give her credit but so some of the things we do is we have the crazy hat parade which arts and crafts they make hats and these hats have to be made out of a paper plate so again we're not talking (laughs) elaborate (laughs) we get a lot of interesting thing pipe cleaners paper plates feathers feathers exactly okay But I have some just amazing pictures now of my kids and now their kids with all with the crazy hats. And then they do a parade and get to walk around with their hat. The other one that is just the dread of all a camp we talk about from the beginning is the starvation hike, which basically means after breakfast, we're going to go on a starvation hike. It's literally 25 minutes. We walked to your backyard last time. Down the ravine. But the fact that it's called a starvation hike. Starvation hike. can't have food, right? No food and no water. So we tell them all, go to the bathroom. (laughs) Then no food, no water. And people, you would think that they are about to die at the end of (laughs) the 20 minutes. Anyways, but that's always a huge thing. And then when they get there, like last time we used to have 
a big thing of food and stuff, a treasure and coin, you know, the little chocolate yeah. coins or whatever. They love that. And then every day when they wake up in camp, we do inspection, which is so they have a guest inspector. I usually dress up or grandpa or we have one of their parents, which is what my mother did. And they come in and they check to see that their bed is made, their sleeping bag, there's no dirty underwear underneath. <laughs> then they, did you brush your teeth? They have to stand at attention and can't laugh or smile. And then somebody wins inspection for that day. But it is, they love the inspection. It's just And what too about the older funny. kids? Do the older kids like it too? They do. I guess if they've done it their because whole life. Because I haven't separated them. They've done it their whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, one year, we just couldn't go out camping, and we made these little tents, which you can go on Pinterest and see the little tent. You can make a tent with one twin sheet and some dowels. Mm -hmm. And we set them. We had eight tents in our basement. And we just, and I had their little name on the top of their tent. And, <laughs> you know, they were small, but they loved it. Another thing that I haven't started doing, but my mother always did, we still have it. She had a special hat, and it had, uh, you know, in the 60s with the flowers, a floppy hat. Oh, uh -huh. It had all the flowers a and a long brim and a ribbon. And she had that in her in the house. They had a camp that we used to go to. And if any child did something for the first time, Grandma wore her hat. That was such a big deal is if you got grandma. So like put somebody that learned to swim or dive. Learned to or swim or the first person in the water this season or the whatever. It just had to be a first. It could be the first time you anything. It mm -hmm. didn't have to be anything big. <laughs> first time you ate carrots. <laughs> yeah. Or somebody actually combed their hair this morning. But it was such a big deal when she would put her yeah. grandma's hat got put on. <laughs> How fun. Well, I was going to ask you about the biggest hit you ever planned for Christmas, but I think I'm going to ask you if you've had any flops instead. Ideas that didn't go over so well. Okay. Oh, I'm sure there were m many of those. Actually, I can think of half a dozen uh, trips that we took with the grandkids. One, we had at my husband's office, they had collected clothing to give to some Native American way up in Montana. And this is in the winter time <laughs> to this reservation, and we thought, what a good, what a good learning experience for the grandkids. And so they had helped to collect the stuff, and we rented a 15-passenger van, and we're gonna, you know, show them what giving really is. And these people who who don't have anything, probably the worst trip. I mean, <laughs> we almost all died, you know, within three hours of the trip. 15 people in a van was, first off, probably a bad idea. Well, the van's heater didn't work properly. So anyone, the last three rows, of which there were four, you, they couldn't see out. Total frosted, but inside frosted. Like, oh, yeah. you would have to scrape the ice off. On the inside the of the van. The kids were freezing. And uh, I don't know if Grandpa took a wrong turn or we just shouldn't have been on the road in December going through Yellowstone. I mean, literally, when people, we told them afterwards, they were like, well, you would never do that in the winter. I mean, we had little kids did, did learn to pray. The one little boy prayed the whole time that Grandpa <laughs> wouldn't go off the road. We almost hit a 
caribou, or it looked like that. It was a very large... A big animal. A big <laughs> animal. <antlers. laughs> Swerving to hit it. Anyways, it took so long. By the time we got there, we literally dropped the presents and turned around and came home because it had taken so much longer. Now, coming <laughs> home, we stayed at a hotel that had a pool. So that instead of this altruistic giving to the poor, if you ask the grandkids, all they remember is, we almost died. But then we got to go swimming in we the got pool. To go to the pool. <laughs> you know, so I, I do think, though, though, our expectations sometimes as grandparents are so grandiose. We took two grandkids to Bryce Canyon last year. And we thought, oh, they're just going to love it. The hiking out in nature, so fun. I mean, we did have a blast. And coming home in the ride, Grandpa said, okay, everybody say, what was your favorite thing? And we did do a lot. What was your favorite thing you did? And both the kids said, swimming in the swimming pool at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, we've reassessed. We we do, if we stay somewhere, it has to have a hotel, a pool. Or because you don't plan a trip, you or just we don't, go to the hotel. Because that is with these kids. I mean, here's the thing. Why do I choose to impose? I did that with my kids. I don't need to with grandkids. Exactly. You know, that's the beauty with grandkids. <laughs> I don't have to be a police person. I don't have to do anything practical. <laughs> you know, I already did all that and messed up or whatever. You right. Know? This is the and chance so, to redeem yourself. You know, I just enjoy them and just go have fun. And it doesn't matter what they eat or how many times or what we eat when or, oh, you know, I, the, sometimes their mothers aren't very happy when they get home. And Did you I, feed them a lot of sugar? Because they seem like... That's what I'm thinking of. The mothers on in my family, my daughters, would probably not be happy with some of those things. But then as part of being a grandma, you don't have to tell, right? Right. <laughs> and it's seriously, it's a day. It's a yeah. meal. It's like, it's that. And that's the beauty of grandparenting. Right. It's just... That's how I feel. Okay, so how do you divide your time between all those grandkids? Not... Not in activities and stuff, but do you go to every soccer game and t-ball game and dance recital? Or do you try to? Or do you feel that other things make up for the fact that you can't make them all? Or It's exactly like parenting, Kay. You do the best you can. You do the best you can. And you know what? As my youngest child will say, there's not as many pictures of me as there is of <laughs> Becca, my oldest. You know, as a parent, you you enrolled your kid in every single thing. They took music. They took dance. They, you know... Every sport, you were there at everything. And then as, I mean, I got as six the kids, kids came. as the sixth <laughs> one came, it's got to, like, less and less. And unfortunately, I think sometimes that happens with grandparenting, too. Yeah. You know, you go all gun ho and then you got to say, okay, like, what's realistic here? Important. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but we do. We, we try to get to everything we can. And, and if it's a final game or a, you know, season oh, yeah. playoff or something, yeah, that's what we but try we to do. But we do. We, you know, we try to do what we can. And the good thing is our grandkids know if we are there, guess what? They'll know we're there. <laughs> loud and clear. Grandpa's really loud and clear. And Crowing be too. over in the corner. <laughs> over in the corner there. Okay. There he goes. So what's the greatest, I think you've already said this though, so it's up to you if you want to answer it again, but what's your greatest takeaway from your own mother being a grandmother? Just the fun that she had with all of them. Yeah, just the fun that she was on their level. And it's the little things. You know, she was genuinely excited for her grandkids and to be with her grandkids. 
And so if that's not you, what excites you about being with them? I love spending time with my grandkids because I get to find out about my kids through right. them and how things are. You know, if I ask one of my kids, oh, how are things going? Oh, great, great. But those grandkids, I just love some of the awesome stories. <laughs> I always run it by the parent and they like, okay, well, maybe not. So one of the stories that was on my mother, which was just sort of the same type of thing is she dropped my kids off at the nursery school and the nursery school teacher was like is everything okay with your you know Robbie and Bill is is something wrong and she's like no everything's fine she's like oh she's like well Becca told me yesterday that her dad had gone away and he was going to be gone for a long, long, long time. And I was like, what? And I said, yes. My mom said, we said that because otherwise every day he's gone for the weekend. She asked, where's dad? Where's dad? When's he coming? So they had just said that. So that. So we do always run things by. But no, the kids, they're so great. And now with all this technology... I totally rely on them to figure out all the things Grandma can't figure out on her phone and <laughs> anything. Yeah, me too. It's like, okay, come on, help me. <laughs> Any final thoughts about being a grandma? It's awesome. It's great. It's the best of, just like the quote that you had used in the beginning, it's the best of all worlds. And I'm just, I mean, I signed up to be a really fun mom, and sometimes I look back and say, oh, yeah. Maybe I did a lot of policing that I wish That's I hadn't I done, Yeah, you know, or I just, I mean, we were pretty loose. But, but it is different being a parent. With a grandkid, it is. you, have you so don't much have to discipline, or you don't have to, you know, teach them a lot of stuff. You just have to play. Yeah, just yeah. play, have fun, be at their level. You know, the little things is what counts. And um, I think, too, as grandparents, we start to think about, okay, when I am gone, what's the legacy I want to leave? Yeah. And when you think about that, it doesn't have to do with anything you buy or purchase. Or It is about time, you know. Yeah, and luckily, is. as a grandparent, you know, it's the one time you really do have that time to, like you said, we use Marco Polo a lot, which is just awesome because you they can see you in real time yeah. doing goofy things. And it doesn't require a lot of time. It just requires consistent time. Right, it does. And so that's... Well, Robbie, I hope to be like you when I grow up. Oh, please. <laughs> I have a lot you of loosening up to do. You are. No, not so much. But thank you so much for being here. So fun. And for sharing your as ideas. Always. And we will have Robbie back again because as much as she has to say about fun things with grandkids, she has that many fun things to say about travel. So you'll want to be there for that. And fun things with Kay. Yeah, we've had some good times. Anyway, thanks again. Thanks, Kay. All right, everybody. That's it. That's all. We will see you next time here on Celebrating 60-something. Now go out and be kind to somebody and make it a good day. <laughs>